Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're listening to this, hello. I am back, and we are on episode number five. Honestly, I didn't think I would make this many episodes by far, but here we are. I want to thank everybody who's listening right now. I want to thank all of my listeners. So, thanks, Mom. You're the best. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started on this episode. I got a special one for you guys. We're going to revisit some airport confessions. So here we go. So as I just said, we are going to revisit in this episode airport confessions. But I'm going to add a little twist on today's episode. What I'm going to do is, since we are on episode number five, I'm going to do a, get ready, a top five list. It's probably cliche for, you know, being on the internet and stuff to do another top five list. But you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. And here we go. So on this top five list, I do want to focus on airport pet peeves. Yeah. So we have seen many different kinds of people at the airport and odd things that they do. So for those of you guys that have travel, that travel a lot you know, and for these guys that work there, you also know, and you have seen some pretty weird things from many different people. Again, you get thousands of people flying in and out every single day, so you do see a thing or two coming in and out of the airport. So, we're going to go ahead and get started at number five. So, I just want to remind everybody that this is a perspective from a gate agent, not a flight attendant or a pilot. So, these are actual stories that have happened to me while at the gates. So for my number five, I do want to tell you guys about cleanliness. We cannot, as gate agents, stress enough about cleanliness. Cleanliness is super, super important because the airport is filled with germs. If you think a hospital is filled with germs, well, try an airport because there is nothing sterile inside an airport. You have a lot of sterile things at a hospital, but not an airport. So, for those of you guys that travel, you go, you get on a plane, you get smacked in the face with every single virus known to man, you go home, you wash it off, you're done. Now, when you work there, you get smacked in the face by those germs every single day. So, you better have a strong immune system whenever working here. Now, gate agents often show up to the gate with a whole bunch of what we call paws, which is little hand sanitizing wipes, you know, kind of like those wipes you get from Buffalo Wild Wings or any place with wings. Um, it, it, we have a bunch of those, and I mean like boxes and boxes of those at every single gate because no one ever cleans those computers. No one ever cleans those counters. So those agents that I see grab a wipe and wipe literally everything down before they use it, I don't blame you at all because you get smacked in the face with the cold, cold virus, with the flu virus, with Ebola virus with every single virus. No, to minute. I'm pretty sure there's even a disease there that has yet to be discovered by the CDC right now. That's how dirty that place is. But anywho, cleanliness is our biggest pet peeve. One of our biggest pet peeves. Now, whenever you board, for those of you guys, we see you guys hand us our boarding pass and automatically you're judged. I promise you that. Well, not all the time, but most of the time. So if you hand us your boarding pass and you're ready and we scan it, 
more than likely, you know, we're, we're proud of you. We love you because you're ready. We scan you. You're gone. That's that. But sometimes we see those guys who are holding a whole bunch of things. And I mean a whole bunch of things like either bags or suitcases. And, you know, if you're a husband traveling with a wife or whatever and you're holding her stuff, that's cool. We respect that. But sometimes we see people who are holding a bunch of food. Yeah, that good, good stuff that you get from the terminal at an overly expensive rate. So they're bringing that on board and you hand us your boarding pass and we can feel that that boarding pass is sopping wet. Now, we can guess that that sopping wetness is from that Pen Express Coca-Cola that you bought for $3.99 like two minutes ago. Yeah, we can guess that, that it's wet, but whenever you're waiting in line and all you have is a carry-on and you hand us your boarding pass and your boarding pass is wet, well, I can tell you right now, we're automatically grossed out because we see that all you are carrying is a laptop bag, but your boarding pass is wet. What on earth could be that wetness? And I can tell you that automatically grosses out. Now, true story here. A guy comes up to us, or let me say, comes up to me as we're boarding, and I can see this guy probably just ran from another gate. That's cool. We get it. You're late sometimes. But this guy, he's rather, he's he's kind of big. He's I'm not going to say he's, you know, huge or anything, but, you know, this guy is sweating. I just want to paint an image for you guys. He's sweating a lot. So I'm like, oh, you made it. He's like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, cool, cool, I just need to see your boarding pass. So what this guy does is he reaches down his pants and pulls out a boarding pass. And he hands it to me. Um, yeah, that's a no-go for me. So I just told him, I was like, yeah, you can go, you can go ahead and uh, lay that down right there. And you can scan it yourself. And that's what he did. Boop, and he left. You guys cleanliness please there's a similar story when a woman reached down her shirt for a boarding pass um no do not do that you guys please keep your boarding passes in your wallets or in your pockets nowhere else cleanliness you guys do not spread anything thank you now for my number four on the list i do want to talk about the overpacker now, you know who you are when I talk about the overpacker, the person who packs for seven days but is actually going for one overnight trip. Yeah, the overpacker. And when I talk about the overpacker, I do mean the person who is carrying a giant rollerboard or a giant duffel bag or a giant backpack. Now, those little hiker backpacks, you know, those don't bother us too much, but we mean the one, those bags that are literally stuffed to where the stitches are popping every two seconds that now we can tell you guys it's not going on the plane and we hate telling you guys as much as you guys hearing it we really really do because we don't like checking bags it takes a lot of time for us and we just don't like telling you guys that because we know how angry people get but then again we do love people who say oh i have no problem with doing it bless you bless you but again the overpacker we ask you guys, please pack essentials, please pack what's necessary, and only pack for well, one extra day, 
just in case, because you never know if you want to stay an extra day or if you happen to get stuck, you know, one extra day doesn't hurt. But don't pack your whole house and don't put your entire drawer full of clothing inside your bag, because I can tell you, if you want to carry that on, it is not going to go on. Yeah. And also, if you decide to check it, if it's oversized, you more than likely will be charged an excessive price. So pack essentials. It will help you and it will help us. Guaranteed. For my number three, I do want to talk about rudeness. You guys, being rude is not the way to go. We understand what you guys go through in the airport. We really, really do. I promise you that. But being rude is not the way to go. Now, we as an agent go through a lot of stress. Physically, emotionally, and mentally. We go through a lot of stress with what we do at that airport. But being rude is not the way to go, you guys. Because you can be making corny jokes at passengers, being on fire. You're on the happiest mood. And then you can have this guy rolling up, cursing you out, saying, This effing sucks. F you. F this whole company. And screaming in your face. And it completely ruins your day. It really, really, really does. But let me tell you guys this. Whenever someone is rude, we automatically get turned off. And we really don't want to help you. We don't. But we will still try. Most of us will, at least. But, you know, we're, we think that we just kind of want to get rid of you instead of trying to give you the best option. So whenever something happens, we ask you guys just hold in every bit of anger that you have and just try to talk to us and we'll try to reason with you and we'll give you the best option that we can. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Now, I had this woman who was in front of me and she was literally telling me over and over and over and over how she wasn't going to do something because, you know, her only option was to connect through two cities because the next two flights, or excuse me, the next two days of all the flights were oversold. And I told her, well, you can stay here in Atlanta and you can stand by on all the flights or you can have these confirmed seats and get there tomorrow. She's like, no, I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not going to do this. I'm like, well, these are your only two options, ma'am. No, 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 no. And she literally, I'm not over-exaggerating, that's what she was doing. And so I moved on to the next passenger while she was still saying that in my ear to my left. When eventually she just cracked and started playing nice, saying, Is there anything else? No, I'm sorry. There's nothing else I can do. So, another instance is once there was a super, super long line at 4 in the morning while we're rebooking people after there was an issue. And every single flight got delayed or canceled. Well, not every flight got canceled, but a lot did because of this issue. And we were rebooking people, and there was a long line. And let me tell you guys this. There was a guy who was in line who decided to scream out how irritated he is while dropping the F-bomb and how, you know, messed up we are. Now, whenever you only have about 10 agents, and we're doing our very best to rebook over a few hundred people, it's a lot of work. But please, you guys, please do not scream Please do not holler because, you know, we do lose all kinds of respect for you because, let me tell you, it is childish. So, 
being kind to us will give you a long way. And I just want to know, giving us chocolates? Oh, we love that. Like I said before, throw us a three musketeer on that counter. Or at least throw me a three musketeer. And you may get a little something extra. Maybe. Not all the time. We'll see. If you want that aisle seat, more than likely I'll give you that aisle seat. But we do love chocolates. Give us that chocolates. And you're on the top of our list. Kindness. Makes the world go round. For my number two, I want to talk about drunk people. Now, oh man, drunk people are characters at the airport. But you guys, please remember this. You're at an airport. You're not at a party. You're not in the city. You're at an airport. And I just want to throw this out there to you guys. If you get drunk, more than likely you will not get on the plane at all that entire day until you're sober and whenever there is a drunk passenger it is a pain in the neck for us as agents as well because now we have to call our supervisor to come and talk to you and possibly pull you off now being drunk you guys seriously it we understand there's bars there and you have a long layover and it's cool to have a beer or two but when it becomes like, you know, 20, you got, yeah, we can tell because, you know, you do slow your speech, you are puking on my shoes, true story, and once there's this guy who literally could not walk at all, and honestly, I don't know how he boarded uh, the aircraft, uh, we didn't notice at all. And I don't know if he got drunk on board the aircraft or it just hit him. Who knows? But the flight attendant ended up calling us saying, hey, um, this guy is completely trashed. And he was. We literally had, I tried to talk to this guy and I couldn't understand. If you guys understood what I just said, congrats. But if not, you're talking to a wasted man. And that's who the person I was talking to on this day. And on this day, I literally had to run and grab a wheelchair just to get him off. We had to throw this man over our shoulders, put him in the chair, and push him out. Yeah. That's a no-go for us, too. And this guy stumbles to us. You know, he's kind of like... Instead of walking straight, he's walking to his left while walking straight. And he's asking us, Why can I board that flight? Why can I board that flight? Why can I board that flight? And for those of you guys who don't understand, that means, Why couldn't I board that flight? And we have to respond, Well, sir, you're drunk. And the guy's like, No, I'm not. And we're like, Yeah, you are. And... Eventually, we uh, we did rebook him for the next day, and we told him, stay here, have a seat, sober up, and you can get on this flight here. So, of course, he decides to stand up and stumble back over to me, trying to ask me why. And as I'm walking away, I turn around, and I see this guy still kind of off his game, stumbling to his left, and... 
the walls, some walls in Atlanta are made of marble. Now, if you don't know what marble is, it's like, well, harder than hard itself. And I turn around and this guy literally falls and bangs his head right on the marble wall. And you can hear the thud all the way down the terminal. Now, I can tell you guys this. This dude definitely had a headache the next day. So I went back and helped him. I'm like, are you all right? And of course, he didn't feel a gosh darn thing. So I had to tell him, yeah. Um, Again, just wait here. You're going to catch the flight the next day. So you guys, please remember, do not get drunk at an airport because you will not get on the flight. And especially if you cause a disruption while in the air, it's going to become a hassle for everyone because now that plane is going to have to land because of you. And you're going to have over 100 people pretty PO'd at you. So you guys, one drink, maybe two. Please don't get drunk. That was pet peeve number two. And finally, for number one, I want to talk about being late. Now, it's one thing being late because of the airline due to a delay or a mechanical issue or whatnot. But when it becomes something else because of you, yeah, that's a, that's a big, big pet peeve. Being on time is extremely important at the airport. And we cannot stress enough to be at the airport two hours prior to departure time. So let, us, let me remind you guys that the time on your boarding pass is the time the plane is gone. We do have to close the doors about mm, six minutes prior to departure, roughly around there. So whenever you come up to us now and tell us, I still have time left. Unfortunately, no, you didn't because the plane didn't have to be gone. But here's the story. So there was this flight that left and took off after the departure time. And it was about, I don't know, 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later. And this guy stumbles or he runs up to the gate saying, did I make it? Did I make it? And I'm like, and I'm looking at the backboard. I'm like, oh, no, 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 you're early. He's like, yeah, but it says Dallas. I'm like, yeah, are you going to Dallas? He's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to Orlando. And I'm like, ah, yeah. um, That flight left about 20 minutes ago. And of course the guy is frustrated. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, "Um, what happened? Were, Were you on another flight? What flight were you on? And he's like, no, I was stuck in traffic. Now... Again, two hours prior to departure, ladies and gentlemen, cannot stress this enough. Traffic, unfortunately, we cannot call that an excuse because that is, unfortunately, something on you. And something else that isn't on us is security. Again, that's why we ask you guys to be there two hours prior to departure. We have lovely restaurants inside the airport that you guys can taste on your time that you have to kill. Such as we do have McDonald's with their glorious McNuggets and Big Macs. We also have Panda Express where you can get orange chicken and the stomach flu. 
or you can get Chick-fil-A, except on Sundays, because they're closed. Now, again, two hours prior to departure. Please, 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 we stress enough for you guys to be on time and to be early. The only time we expect you guys to be late is because of another flight, and that is completely understandable. You guys, number one on the list, being late, we ask you guys, please do not, for whatever reason, do that. So, that's pretty much what I got for you guys. Hey, thank you guys for listening to this episode, if you guys are listening. Um, Again, let me know what you guys think, if you guys like uh, this episode or any of the past episodes. Um, Again, I'm still trying to improve everything. So, I do want to hear your feedback. I do want to hear uh, what I should do different, what you guys like or don't like, if I'm just uh, completely boring the mess out of you guys. So, again, let me know if you guys like it or if I should just call it a day, bury the hatchet. Stop doing it and cry myself to sleep. So let me know. Again, thank you guys for listening so much. And until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good day and good night. Mike 5. So that's pretty much what I got for you guys. Hey, thank you guys for listening to this episode, if you guys are listening. Um, Again, let me know what you guys think. If you guys like uh, this episode or any of the past episodes, Um, Again, I'm still trying to improve everything, so I do want to hear your feedback. I do want to hear uh, what I should do different, what you guys like or don't like, if I'm just uh, completely boring the mess out of you guys. So again, let me know if you guys like it or if I should just call it a day, bury the hatchet, stop doing it, and cry myself to sleep. So let me know. Again, thank you guys for listening so much, and until next time... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good day and good night. Mike 5.